Alright, it is fight week again. Again and again and again as my beard hits my microphone. Look, when all of these Yaz Island fights were announced, <clears throat> when they kind of announced all of the cards and the dates that the cards are going to be on and all the headlines for each of the cards, this is the fight that I was most excited about. Um, that did change when Gilbert Burns got replaced by um, Masvidal. But that doesn't take away from this fight being extremely exciting for us MMA fans. Like when I think about these two guys stood in front of each other in that octagon at four o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be sat in bed over there watching it on the TV over there and the referee is going to go fight. I can't explain to you how excited I'm going to be about the prospect of these two squaring up against each other and knocking seven shades of shit out of each other. Like I can't think of a better way to spend my Saturday night stroke Sunday well I can but anyway um, so look I'm going to talk a little bit about this fight I'm going to talk a little bit about the Shogun and little Nog fight and I'm going to talk about the Doom against Gustafsson um, obviously I'm not going to break this down technically because I don't know how to I'm just going to give you guys some of my thoughts going into this fight and also give you guys a prediction which is very likely to be wrong <clears throat> so Whitaker against Till um, one thing that I find interesting about this fight or these two guys in this fight is their mind state and what i mean by that is um going into the adesanya fight uh Whitaker has been quite vocal about the fact that he wasn't in the best headspace going into that fight he kind of talks about him being kind of drained um him not having the the motivation to train and him just not being able to to reach the heights he previously was just because he physically and mentally just wasn't in it and watching him during the, the kind of interviews that he's had leading into this fight, he seems like he's got a renewed energy and he seems like his confidence is back and he seems like um, his old self. Do you know what I mean? Um, the same can be said about Darren Till because Darren Till was actually vocal before he fought Gastelum and he actually spoke about the fact that he <laughs> wasn't looking forward to fight night and he was nervous and anxious and scared and things of that nature and that's one of the reasons why we like Darren Till is because his honesty like he's just brutally honest the whole time um, but what I find interesting about all of this what I've just said is looking at how they've conducted themselves over the last week or so during these interviews and look I know you can't take what fighters say for 100% the truth because fighters are really good at lying um, but it just feels it just seems like they're both kind of um, more confident than they were in their previous fights it just feels like they're excited to fight on Saturday night it feels like they're actually looking forward to getting into the octagon and you didn't get that vibe off them in the previous fights now I don't know how this is going to affect the fight I don't know how this is going to impact the fight I'm just highlighting that this is an observation I've made I might be completely wrong but this is just like what I think I may be seeing at this moment in time so let's talk a little bit about this styles look both of them are, are stand up. They, they both prefer to stand up, right? They both prefer to kickbox effectively. Um, but who's got the advantage where? <clears throat> I don't know. But just from watching both of them fight, I'd give the speed advantage to Whitaker um, because I've just seen instances in fights where he throws flurries and combos and he just left, right, left, right, and he just kind of just runs his opponent down and he's and he just throwing like. Um, a high volume of punches at once now i don't know whether that means he's faster than till or it just means that he's willing to throw <laughs> a big flurry of punches without having already hurt his opponent do you know what i mean but i i just in my head i just feel like whitaker might be the faster fighter however i i would 
I would give the accuracy and perhaps even the power advantage to Darren Till. Um, now, we haven't really been able to see this much as a middleweight because he only had one fight as a middleweight. But in the welterweight division, we did see it. And, and look, both of these guys are very intelligent fighters and they're both able to um, set traps for their opponents and um, work those traps and expose areas in which they can exploit later on in the fight. Um, but I just think in terms of if there is an advantage, um, that's where both of these guys have an advantage. <clears throat> but I might, be, I might be wrong. But one of the one of the things that one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this fight is not just because these guys are are at the top of their weight class, and it's not just because I feel like these the styles are going to gel really well. It's also because I feel like it's a proper 50-50 fight. Like it's so hard to call. It's so hard to say uh, Rob's going to win because of this or, or Darren's going to win because of that. And that's what makes it exciting for us, the fans. You know what I mean? Um, so in terms of how the fight's going to go, I can see... like The only thing that I can potentially see happening, and I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but I just feel like Whitaker might be um, a better rounded mixed martial artist in terms of his offensive grappling. So I feel like Whitaker might try and mix it up and level change and take Till down and I can't really see Till doing that to Whitaker. I can see Till maybe trying to do that if they're up against the cage and they're kind of clinching and I can see um, Till maybe take trying to take Whitaker down but I can see Whitaker dropping down for a takedown in the middle of the cage. I can't see Till doing that. So I can see Whitaker trying to mix it up and make it more of a mixed martial arts fight rather than just a kickboxing fight. Um, one thing that I've seen in Till that I haven't really seen in Robert Whittaker as um, as obviously is <clears throat> I've seen Till fight to a game plan twice. And that was against um, Wonderboy Thompson and then Gastelum. Like I've seen him execute a game plan that has been put together for him uh, with precision and he's won both fights. And I know the Wonderboy fight's arguable, but he, he still... Like if you remember how where Wonderboy was in at that time, like, I'm pretty sure he had just lost to Woodley or, or drawn with Woodley or whatever it was. Like, he had just had those fights with Woodley. And, like, that was a... That was, like... That that version of Wonderboy was a guy... He was like a puzzle that, like, everybody was struggling to fig figure out. Like, how do we beat him? And even if you think Wonderboy beat Till, the way Till fought in that fight wasn't what I was expecting. I, I honestly thought, how's Till going to beat Wonderboy going into that fight? Do you know what I mean? But the way he showed he can fight to a game plan then, and then he done it again against Gastelum. <clears throat> I don't know if I've seen that so much in Robert Whitaker. I don't know if I've seen him execute a game plan. Like, I've seen him execute um, um, certain techniques in a fight. Like, for example, when he fought um, Yoel Romero, I saw him execute techniques to avoid getting taken down. But I don't know whether there was a, a wholesome game plan that he was working to for that fight and the reason why i'm bringing this up is obviously if till's done it twice already his team have clearly highlighted a game plan that may work against robert whitaker and may take away robert whitaker's strengths from him and all i'm saying is till has shown previously the ability to execute a game plan to 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 win fights do you know what i mean so that's something that that i would personally bear in mind one thing about Whitaker is, does he like to kind of get involved in a scrap? And if he has that mind state, and when I say get involved, is trade and, and go for blow for blow. Um, we've seen Till do that against Masvidal, and he came up short. Um, but 
with the mind state that Till showed against Wonderboy, and I know that was before the Masvidal fight and since in the Gaston fight after losing to Tyrone Woodley as well. I think I think Till is in a, a different place now where he doesn't have this air of invincibility around him and he hasn't got this arrogance, um, this confidence bordering on arrogance where he just kind of thinks that he can just go in and, and beat anyone. Like He understands that he's at the highest level and he needs to have his wits about him and he needs to mind his P's and mind his P's and Q's and like he needs to be very kind of he needs to respect the skills of his opponents in every single fight that he's in do you know what I mean especially because of who the, the kind of caliber of fighters that he's facing off against so uh, like when I say does Whitaker like to get involved I've seen him like trade and I've seen Darren Till trade but I've because I've seen Darren Till fight to a game plan previously and I haven't necessarily seen Whitaker um display that yet because Till's displayed that he's he doesn't mind making a fight kind of boring for the fans like he he can work to a plan to win and just because I I, I don't and, it, and Whitaker may have done it I just might not remember it but just because I haven't I can't remember Whitaker doing this personally like <clears throat> I don't know whether that's a gap that 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 Till might be able to exploit I suppose is what I'm trying to say look like I said Regardless of who wins and who loses, one thing we know for sure, we as fans are going to be the winners because this should be a fucking exciting fight. Do you know what I mean? So, by way of my prediction, and I'm not going to lie to you, this prediction is <clears throat> is um, is biased. <laughs> it's biased because I like Darren Till, a fellow Brit. I want Darren Till to win, so I'm going to predict that Darren Till is going to win. But as I've said two or three times already, this is a 50-50 fight. And like either of them winning in any circumstance wouldn't be a shock or a surprise to me. Like if one of them get a first round knockout, it wouldn't shock me. If it goes to points, it wouldn't shock me. The only thing that would potentially shock me is if it finishes by submission or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I was making sense earlier when I was talking about this game plan stuff and whatnot. I feel like I kind of didn't really say it how I wanted to say it. Um, but look, I've been sat here talking for 10 minutes now. I'm not going to record it again. So it's yours. Have it. Do with it what you want. Um, the next fight, Shogun against <laughs> Little Nog. When I saw this, I was shocked. Firstly, I was shocked about the fact that this is the co-main event. And also a little bit kind of excited. It's like watching Macho Man fight fucking Ultimate Warrior. Like, I know they're both dead now, but do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like these guys were fighting when I first got into the sport and they're still at it after Mathematic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, f I find that quite, not weird, but like, I'm just, I just was a bit surprised. I, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't realise until I looked at the card, um, like last week or whatever. I was like, bloody hell, I didn't even know that Little Nog was still fighting. Um... <clears throat> But I just can't believe they're still at it. Like I just can't believe they're still going on. Um, look, clearly both of them aren't what they used to be. It feels like both of them struggle to take a shot. They can't hold a punch the same way they used to. Um, I'd say Little Nog is the, the stronger boxer. Like Little Nog's hands are nice. Like surprisingly, like I remember watching when when he fought Rashad Evans and did he beat? Oh, I don't want to say this without checking because I might be wrong. But I'm pretty sure he fought Rashad Evans a few years ago and he beat him. And it was a bit like, what? For me anyway, it was like, what the f... How did that happen? What? I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that. What is it? Let's have a look. Yeah, he did. Decision. Three round fight. Yeah, he beat UFC 156. Bloody hell. That long ago, 2013. But yeah, like even at 2013, even in 2013, he was old to me in my head. It was like, bloody hell, he beat, he beat um, Rashad Evans like this kind of at this stage in his career. So that kind of gives you an, an, an ex like gives you an understanding of fucking how long these guys have been going. Like Shogun is one of my all time favorite fighters ever. And like, I just like, I always, one of the, th the things that kind of sticks out in my mind the most is his two fights against Mashida because the first one I thought oh, he's won that he, he should be the champion they, they've robbed him they've robbed him he should be champion and um, I remember the leg kicks in that fight and then the second and then he and then you know Mashida got the nod and then the second fight he came back and knocked him out in the first round was it or the second round I can't remember but all of this stuff that I've just said about these two have nothing to do with the fight itself um, because look <clears throat> does it matter does it matter how they match up against each other? Does it matter who, like, you know, who's better at this and who's better at that? This, for me, this fight is more about the, nost the nostalgia of it all. And it's just more about the, like, just the, like, just the appreciation for what both of these guys have done throughout their career. And the respect that most, um, or, or not most, but like people that have followed the sport as long as I have, the respect that we generally have for these two guys. But look, look, just looking at the fight a little bit, I'd say Little Nog is the, the stronger boxer and I'd say the all-round mixed martial artist when it comes to just striking, Shogun has the advantage. I can't see either of them going for takedowns and I, I know like, I know Big Nog is the jiu-jitsu specialist. I don't, know, I don't really know if Little Nog has the same calibre of skills as Big Nog, um, but just because they're brothers, I'd give him the advantage. I, I don't really know what I'm talking about in that instance but i'm just going to stick to it um <clears throat> my prediction for the win is shogun because i like him you know what let me check how old these guys are because i bet you they'll be like just 34 or something and you're like what the fuck 38 so shogun's 38 let's see how old little nog is 44 he's 44 years old man and he's still doing it he's still doing the damn thing but yeah, my prediction is Shogun, and that's largely down to the fact that I like him more than I like Sh uh, um, Little Nog. So it's not really a proper prediction, but but that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on this. I'm gonna bet on Darren Till. I'm gonna bet on Shogun, and the next fight. Now this is really intriguing for me, the Doom against Gustafsson. So I've actually made notes about this fight. <clears throat> so the first question for me for me, but when it comes to this fight is, where are these guys? Where are they in terms of what they want from their career? Like, Gustafsson, he clearly has very, very, very high level skills when it comes to mixed martial arts. Like, his stand-up and his striking skills are fucking amazing. And his takedown defense is, like, it was... It's one of the best in the game because even when he gets taken down, he, he, he invariably pops back up quite quickly. Um... Just talk, just sticking to Gustafsson for now. <clears throat> Obviously, he retired um, a while back and then he came back quite quickly. So, I suppose one of the questions I do have about Gustafsson is why did he retire? Did he retire because he felt that um, he just couldn't 
become champion at 205 and his mind was just set on being champion and when he came to the realization that he's just not good enough to beat a Cormier or John Jones he just thought to himself well what am I doing this for and he called it a day or did he just retire because the grind the training the the the, the routine of fight camps and getting ready for a fight and all of that it was just like I can't be asked with it anymore I don't want to do it why am I doing this do you know what I mean? Like, what was his reason for retiring? And what was his reason for coming back so quick? Is it for the money? Or does he actually feel like he can be champion at heavyweight now? Has he had this brainwave and thought, hold on a minute, I can see, I can see myself beating this guy, I can see myself beating that guy. Why don't I go up to heavyweight and, and become champion at heavyweight? Do you know what I mean? What is his, what is his thought process behind it? <clears throat> and sticking on that, is it, is it more, if it's, if it's, if it's to do with the money, is he just fighting at heavyweight because he can't be asked to make weight at light heavyweight? Because that's a, a, an alarm bell, if that's the case. I said this back when Luke Rockhold, Luke Rockhold moved up to light heavyweight and when we saw what happened to him. Do you know what I mean? So that's another thing that will be answered on Saturday night, I think. The extra weight, how will that work for him? Will it work in his favour? As in, will, he, will that extra weight just be him how he is during training camp as in will he just be able to move the same way he moves that light heavyweight um will he be able to maintain the same levels of energy um will he just be faster than other heavyweights will it be actually will it be an advantage to him that he's now a heavyweight or is he moving up to heavyweight because he can't be asked to make weight at light heavyweight and actually he's now at heavyweight and he's slow and he fatigues and he just can't like he's just fat effectively do you know what i mean like there's two ways of moving up in weight it's actually doing it properly and putting on the weight the right way or just not training as hard and just saying well i don't have to make weight so i don't have to train like i did before i can eat this meal that i may might not have ate at a light heavyweight do you know what i mean so that's another thing that needs answering and, and we'll find out on saturday i i personally i personally believe if he's doing it for the right reasons in terms of if he thinks you know what i can be heavyweight champion of the world so i'm gonna work at it i'm gonna still eat healthy i'm still gonna train as hard as i did before i'm gonna put on this extra weight the right way i think he has a genuine chance of making a run for the title um going back to his takedown defense like if cormier is going to retire like I can see, I'm not saying that he deserves a title shot if he beats uh, if he beats Vadum. Like I'm not saying he deserves to fight Stipe next, but I can see them two matching up, and I can see Gustafsson beating Stipe. I'm not saying he will, but I can I, like he's got a chance to beat Stipe. Do you know what I mean? So like i i i do believe and also that the heavyweight division isn't really that stacked is it like you've got stipe you've got Anganu, curtis blades maybe but blades i don't know whether he's champion caliber at this moment in his career but a lot of the guys in that heavyweight division are old and i feel like gustafsson has the skills to beat a lot of guys in the heavy heavyweight division so if he's doing this for the right reasons and the right way then this could be quite exciting for the division because it needs more people in there for me for in my opinion anyway Vadum, so look, <clears throat> Vadum popped after he beat Volkov, and that was in London, I think it was, um, a couple of years back. When was this? <sighs> Bear with me, caller. Where's his name? Here he is, Vadum. And by the way, I think this should really be the co-main event. <clears throat> this fight kind of excites me more than the other one, but I can see why they've done that. <clears throat> so yeah, it was in London in 2018. <clears throat> and he was on the juice, he's on the gear then, so I can't, I don't know what he popped for, but... Um, 
let's just say this. He didn't look like that version of himself when he fought um, uh, Alexia Olyanik um, at UFC 249 in May. Like, he looked like a slower, fatter, less good version of himself. He looked... Basically, what he looked like is what I'm concerned that Gustafsson might look like on Saturday if he's doing this for the wrong reasons. Does that make sense? So, like, Volkov looked... It's not Volkov. Um, Vadum looked like a shadow of his former self in his last fight. So I have to kind of wonder what is like, is he just trying to fight out his contract so he can go elsewhere and fight? And he's no spring chicken. He he must be in his mid-40s or something. He himself, he's 42. So, do you know what I mean? Like, he's clearly at the end of his career. And judging by his last performance, because Olyanik outstruck him and beat him quite convincingly. So, like, just judging these two against each other, you've got a guy that's a you know a jiu-jitsu specialist that kind of really improved his stand-up and fell in love with his stand-up um, as his career progressed and you got a guy that is a um a kickboxer who's a, a a high level striker who has very good takedown defense so gustafson basically is a better striker than vadum vadum has lost a step clearly after his performance against olyanik now you could say oh maybe he had cobwebs and um you know he, he's got that fight out of the way and now he can he's going to show like his former skills in this fight sort of thing it might be or it might be that he's actually clean now and he's fighting clean for the first time in ages and he's actually showing his age do you know what i mean so it might be that yeah, as well um but vadum's got an advantage on the ground but he, I don't think he can take Gustafsson down. He's not the kind of guy that will shoot for a takedown. Um, and when he does, he, when he, when I've seen him take people down with the technique and style that he does it with, I can't see that working on Gustafsson. <clears throat> I can. The only way I can see Vadum beating Gustafsson is if Gustafsson knocks him down, and he goes on top, ground and pound, and Vadum catches a limb or his neck. And submits him like i don't think this is going to happen i just think gustafson will just stand and just pepper him with shots and beat the shit out of him for three rounds effectively i don't think he'll finish for doom but i just think that his stand-up is way better than the dooms especially after how the doom performed in his last fight and i just feel like the doom won't be able to get this fight in an area where he's better than Gust gustafson which is on the ground so gustafson will just 30 27 in, in my opinion <clears throat> but yeah look three three exciting fights three exciting fights you got a little bit of everything you got a bit of intrigue with this vadum gustafson fight with uh, gustafson moving up you got a bit of nostalgia with shogun and little nog and then you got potentially the next challenger for the title after costa fights adesanya in the main event with whitaker against till i'm excited i'm looking forward to this put your comments below what do you think about my predictions i've got a really itchy nose for some reason what do you think about my predictions who do you think is going to win these three fights? And what do you think about my breakdown? Just give me your thoughts, man. Share your opinions. I'll definitely respond because I've got not much better to do. And I always do respond. Um, if you haven't already, like, share and subscribe. All of that good stuff. I don't know if this actually works. I say it at the end of every video. I don't know whether whether if there's one person out there that's heard me say subscribe and they've subscribed. Um, send me a message because I'd like to know if that is actually a thing. Or if I just wasted my time asking people to do stuff that they're just going to do if they want to do it and they won't if they don't 
I'm literally just talking to myself now, so I'll catch you guys next time.